It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. It is episode 319. Whoa. And overall number, it's actually number 92. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know why it was dramatic music, but that's okay. I'm going to roll with it. Um. Well, it's exciting because oh, in, yeah. in a few more episodes, on the last day of the season, April 8th, we are due to record our 100th overall episode. <gasps> so that's very exciting. And today I'm here with Jeff and Anthony. Pride of New Hampshire. Let's not name Tim Schaller because he's Pride of New Hampshire. <laughs> made an entire state look bad this week and i love him okay well let's let's talk about that might as well you you chose to lead off with the subject so let me read this tweet it's a it's a joke tweet but it's fun it's from the heat daddy at danny all-star 15 i guess uh because he says Tim Schaller single-handedly dismantled the New York Rangers organization. This is a crazy statement from the Rangers GM. Wow. I saw that sick goal last night that made two of our defensemen look like Swiss cheese sandwiches and leaned over to Glenn and said, wow, Pasternak is sick, eh? He said, no, that was Schaller. I said, who? He said, Tim Schaller. Some kid I don't even know just dangled our entire franchise. That's when I said, fuck it. And hopped on my computer and wrote to our fans that we are rebuilding. Everyone is getting traded. We just spent 60 minutes getting our ass cheeks blown off by McQuaid and taken to sniper school by Schaller. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Jeff Gordon. I don't think I read the whole, the, the whole fake memo. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the McQuaid part. <laughs> <laughs> so true though <laughs> so this week on the new york rangers suck um <laughs> you know we, we uh we want to mention about how the uh, bruins did play a part in that whole <laughs> demolition <laughs> they came out with a statement the next day because the bruins had, you know beat them six to one and it was beautiful and glorious and Wonderful, and I'm surprised that Bergeron didn't get a hat trick from it, but whatever. And it's important to remember that uh, a couple of uh, Rangers have been mentioned in, oh, I don't know, possibly moving on to the Bruins. Uh, It was McDonough for a while, they were talking about that. And now there's talk of possibly uh, the Bruins being in talks for Rick Nash. Now... I will say that I did hear something on the AT&T hockey show yesterday that was amazing. Somebody called and asked if Lundqvist could be traded to the Bruins for a back uh, to be a backup and if Lundqvist was better than Hudobin. Oh now, boy. <laughs> now, you know that last week we did speak about Lundqvist at length and we're not going to do that this week, but yeah, so that's not going to happen. Lundqvist is going to stay there. But let's talk about, let's let's entertain the idea of Nash for a minute. Rick Nash. So he plays the, uh, it's right wing, right? Not left? Yeah, he's a right winger. Okay, so our, that's our, that is the forward position where conceivably the team could use help. But 
The question is, is uh, what are you actually getting with Rick Nash at this point? Inconsistency. Inconsistency. Age. Someone with, with no record for performing in the playoffs whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Like, or no record of performing in the playoffs, rather. Like, he's, you know, been present. Yeah, he disappears. And, yeah. And and do you who do you put him in over? Do you you're not obviously not putting him in over over, over uh, Pasternak. I don't see this team putting him in over Bacchus. Or and what would be the point of trading for him and putting him in over Achari? So like, if you trade for Nash, you're putting him in over Spooner. To which point I have to ask why? Yeah, why <laughs> is is the the question? And it's actually the the answer to that. Why? <laughs> yeah, like you're, Rick, you're you're not going to get more production out of Nash. Um, yeah, and you're going to um, lose and, creativity on the second power play unit. Well, and and I think the big thing too, and I put a lot of thought into this, is that um, he is this desire among some sectors to get Rick Nash is I think clinging on to a notion of the Krejci winger. Oh. This, this season is completely disabused. Oh, right? oh boy! I don't think you've I don't think you've talked about this. Okay, yeah, interesting. So I've thought about it quite a bit for a while now. But okay, so I'll go on in this. So Krejci is, you know, he's, he's having a, a bit of a revival season. Nothing, ex- not nothing exceptional, but he's, but but he's doing he's doing pretty well. You know, twenty seven points in thirty five games played is, is is respectable, right? Yep. Now part of that. Is um he's playing with a, a pair of wingers that completely break from the mold of what we've always conceived as being the kind of wingers Krejci needs, right? Right, like we always talk, we always talked about Krejci slows down the rate of play, and then yeah, put, and then you put some to a couple of hulking wingers. The classic example, of course, was Luch, it was Lucic and Horton, which holy fuck, that line was fun to watch back in the day, right? Sure oh, was. that's right. We did talk about this because they were like sides of beef, and then. If they were bad, they were airplane steak, right? I don't know if that happened on the podcast or or Tim and I just bantered about that on Twitter. Well, I think I think it made its way to the podcast, or I cut it. I'm not sure. Okay. Any anyway, so that worked, and of course, you know, Horton left and brought in Aginla, and that worked beautifully as well. Then Aginla left, and Luch luched. Um, Sorry, Emily. And, you know. <laughs> and 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 Krejci's been you know a combination of of, of, of a little bit of a, had a lot of injuries and just sort of been adrift since because the team's been scrambling to try to put that kind of winger alongside him again and we've seen them try to do it you know um uh, with Bile- with, with Bileski and insert right, with Bileski and and, and Louis Erickson that first season um uh, without Lucic and that actually that was actually a decent line to be all, in all fairness, right? That was Bleski's first season, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, the your Bleski produced that second line right for, for for third line money with first line possession. Yeah, which no one seems to remember somehow, um, because of how bad he's been since. But anyway, so okay, fine. But there was you're still a transitional time there, right? Because Louis Erickson wasn't that kind of winger to begin with, right? And that was really the driving force in a lot of ways for what was happening there. No. And so, you know, and, and, and then last year they tried to shoehorn Bacchus in there, and Bacchus and Krejci had no chemistry whatsoever, goddamn fucking ever. <laughs> nope. But he did find chemistry with other people. Yes, yes. And he's now playing with a couple of youngsters who are, are, are freaking 
lightning fast in DeBrusque and Spooner playing not just off of center, but off, on his off wing, which we've talked about that working and so forth, right? Right, right. So basically my, what I'm thinking is that um, Krejci now, because the combination of injuries and age, has, has slowed down the play, has become back, gone from being a slows down play to just being slow. So you give him a couple of slow, uh, slow bears on the side of him, uh, the team can plan for that. Right. But now you put him with a couple of speedy little water bugs on the wings. A defense can't structure for a, a center that controls the, the dictates the, the pace of play as strongly as, as Krejci does, while also compensating for a couple of winger for a couple of lightning fast wingers. Now I just picture like a couple of the uh, the, the the bugs from a Bugs Life in Bruins uniforms. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. I'm using the word water bug. I, I credit to Kirk Ludicky. I think he's the first first person I saw use it in reference to wingers. I think he mostly was talking about Zarnik when he used it, but I think the word applies particularly to Spooner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's the big thing there. Is you don't you don't want to necessarily mess with that because I think that Rick Nash is not the kind of winger you want to put with Krejci anymore. No. Yeah, I think I think Krejci's magic is his ability to change the pace of play. And it wasn't so much that he had bulking wingers on his side. When Lucic was on his game, he was a north-south player running everyone in the, everyone in the bus over. Horton the same way, just driving the net. You got two guys with some big speed for their, their size, and he just slows down the play. Now, you give him, you know, past seasons, you give him Bacchus, Erickson. They're a similar speed of his own. You, like you said, Jeff, you planned for that. Now he's got his speed again, and he can make defenses look stupid. So that, yeah, that's his real magic. So Nash is going to cost a lot, and I don't really think brings that much to this team. There's no, there's plenty of other big name guys out there that I could convince myself of. He is not one of them. Yep, it doesn't yeah. even matter that he's a rental at this point. The, the Bruins just don't have the room for him, it, either in uh, personnel or actually cap space. I think so. Well, exactly. Even with maximum retention, and or or, or if you convince or you pay extra and convince the Rangers to take Bolesky back, which to be perfectly frank, any trade's going to have to involve either Bolesky or McQuaid going the other way just to have a hope of making numbers work. Right. So, eh. like, there, again, there's plenty of other players I can convince myself of. He's not one of them. Right. Now, mind you, a lot of the, no, no, mind you, a lot of the other guys available are left wings, and, I, and there's no need for any, and there's even less need for a left wing on this team. All right. Well, I, I mean, I just wanted to entertain this idea of, of Rick Nash and what he brings to the table and what what the the Bruins could see in him, both positive and negative. So I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. And and I said yesterday in our little chat that I, I tend to be really conservative on these things. So I would love to have right wing depth, but... I know that we're going to have to part with um, with some salaried guys or, you know, some sizable salary or something, or we're going to have to get rid of a lot of prospects. And I don't know. I don't want when the prospects that are actually part of the team right now, if you can even call them prospects, they're team members now. I don't want to send any of those guys that way. They wouldn't make it up money-wise anyway. So, yeah. Well, exactly. If you want to talk a winger from the Rangers, Grabner actually would be a – an interesting fit. Mm. Actually, a very interesting fit. He's fat. He's quite fast. He's a really good three zone player. Plays. Think he can play a bit of both wing. Now I don't know who he bumps out of the roster, but like if you're looking for a depth winger that's more reliable than say Vitrano or insert Providence guy here, I feel like Grabner is one of the better 
option for the Bruins to look at. I don't know enough about the Rangers this year, so he said like twenty goals or something like that. He's been quite good. Or something. Enough goals. He's on pace for twenty goals, I think. And he had a pretty good year last year. His cap hit is one point six five million. That's not bad. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, that's a doable thing. He's a left shooting right or left wing. And and that's another interesting point that we brought up a little bit last week is when we were talking about Zarnik, you want people who are going to be versatile, right? Exactly. So you're right. Grabner is a better idea than Nash. All right. We've solved the problem. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Who's going to get on the phone and pretend to be Don Sweeney now and go and do it? The Don Sweeney. <laughs> well, no, hang on. The Don Sweeney, he 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 wants Evander Kane. He's wrong. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a no go for me. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. No, no, I I don't want Evander Kane. I don't. You know, here's the thing. I don't really want anything from Buffalo. Thank you. You why don't you guys try to keep some things and use some of those pieces to rebuild? Just saying. And I I think that you guys can continue your love affair with. Evander Kane. Speaking of, speaking of Evander Kane, that goal he scored against Boston, which was a beaut, I'll give him credit, was his first in quite some time, actually. He had a blazing hot, hot start to the season. He's been, like, dead silent for weeks. I think they said 19 games. Yeah. That's wow. a long time. That's yeah, bad. A player that's do has a run like that, you're not, I hope they don't think they're going to get a first rounder for him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, do we want to talk about that game last night? So, the Bruins were really bad last night. Ugh. Really bad. <laughs> uh, so many people this week were saying trap game about like Detroit or Buffalo. I fucking hate the idea of a trap game. I hate the terminology. I wanted to punch Hags when he had it right in the fucking title of an article yesterday morning. But here we are. Well, to be fair, we just want to fucking punch him anyway. So, well, there's that. Yes, I mean, I just want to punch him a few. Ex- no, okay, there's not. There's no such thing as punching Hags a few extra times. I just, you know, I just want to keep on punching until you know there's nothing left to punch. And I had my chance last year. Damn it. Okay. <sighs> I know where he lives. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded crazy. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, I yes, don't, it did. <laughs> I don't want to know where he lives. I just know where he lives. Not the exact house, just the neighborhood. Okay, this is not getting any better. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, Bruins just didn't look good last night at all. Nope, the only thing they managed to not do was take penalties. Um, and actually, that's one, thing I, that's one thing I was thinking about during that game. One thing that's fun about watching this team is they're so fast. They, can't, they, 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 they draw so many tripping penalties, which is great because they're like freebies with minimal risk to the players. But... Anyway, <laughs> I think I think McAvoy got called for tripping, and then like twelve seconds later, the the Sam the, Reinhardt did. Yeah. yeah, that McAvoy yeah. one was kind of horseshit, actually. It yeah, was. I didn't understand how like, that okay, was a trip. Just like fine, call the trip, but like call that conspicuous dive on Kane. Jesus fucking Christ! Yep. Like even the Russian judge gave him ten out of ten. Yeah, I I felt like <laughs> uh, he just bumped into McAvoy. And then he decided to embellish. That's what it and was. And he full on Superman did. I mean, like, like he was trying to recreate the, the, the Bobby Orr diving goal. <laughs> <laughs> Except no goal and just Sadness. Charlie McAvoy's left leg. Um. I wonder if he'll be up for the Oscar this year for best supporting dive. Anyway. <laughs> 
I'm excited about the Oscars this year for the first time in a long time. I've actually seen like two or three of the movies that are up for Best Picture. And I'm hoping that Get Out gets some stuff. That was. I hope Logan gets Best, gets best Adapted Screenplay because that would just make me happy. Um, and that was a fantastic script. But anyway... Yes. Anyway, so um, sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, even when the the Bruins got penalties last night, they didn't kill them because the 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 Sabers are very good at, at stabbing themselves in the foot. Thankfully, yeah. Jack Eichel is not hurt badly. He just has a an high ankle sprain, so he's going to be fine eventually. Incidentally, Grizzly just like trying to kill that entire first line. He sent uh, he he laid out Sam Reinhardt too. Like, if I was Evan Rodriguez, I would have been trying to say, I'm not going on the ice at the same time as Matt Grizzly. Fuck you very much. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because I know I'm fucking next. But, Maddie, we both went to BU. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, but you saw what I did to, did to Jacko there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think that the main thing is to remember that the Bruins are going to have games like this every once in a while. They're going to have a hiccup. You know, it's well, a that speed was just bump. It. They were eventually going to shit the bed. And against a team where giving them points matters not at all. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's embarrassing, but at the same time, it didn't, you know, it's not like, say, giving up points to Toronto or Tampa. Or the Habs, even though they're not in it anymore. Oh, yeah, giving up the, giving up the Habs just always. Anytime. Yeah. But, um. Oh, yes. Wait a minute. Anthony, how much did you love that the Bruins beat the Habs three times in one week? Uh, I danced. Oh, good. I straight up danced. See, there you go. On a related note, I never owned up to it. I'm uh, I'm happy that my pessimism about saying I'll be content if we ta- if we split the series. I, I'm I'm content that I am uh, called the under there. Um, very happy with that. In fact, yep. Just just win all the games now, Bruins. Win all the games against the Habs and more and more. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like you have to be more. yeah. You have to be very specific with this team. <laughs> Start tonight. Win some more games against the Devils. Yay. Well, he- well, because that's the thing is, we go into March. March is a fucking barnstorm of a schedule. So this this team's got to you know keep their shit together because they you know it's a, it's a month where you can easily get into a ba- into a into a bad pattern and, get, and then have a disaster would ensue. Yes. So yeah. Um, and they and and to be fair, Bruins teams in the past have had trouble 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 with March almost as much trouble as I had with saying trouble. I don't want to see an article that reads, did the Bruins peak too early, Boston? So oh, fuck that. keep your that's, shit together. That's such a horseshit concept in general. Yeah. Um. No, I, I'm not even going to say that. I'm just saying that in the past, we know that the Bruins have ha- have struggled in March. Oh, oh, it's March 2016, Twitch. Ugh. But this is a different team. This is a different coach. This is, there's so many different, there are so many different variables here that I, I'm just going to stay optimistic, damn it. We're having fun. So there's no reason to believe that we're not going to continue to have fun. Yes. Right. Right now, just, yep, that happened last night. That sucked. And shake it off and move on. Yeah. Again, they were, they were going to lose and stu- they were going to lose and stupidly eventually. So yeah, it happens. I can't be mad. That said, about that game, um, I I rather look forward to Kevin Miller coming back from injury because Adam McQuaid was bad. Um, 
Well, you knew he was due for it. Yep. Like, yeah, he was he, he was playing well, and it really always felt like he was on borrowed time in the time he's been playing. He's been back in the in the lineup. So, yeah. 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 Well, I hope what happens is that uh, Killer comes back, and then if for some ne- reason McQuaid is needed, he comes back and does a serviceable to good stint like he had been doing. Yes. However, I uh, hope Killer comes back and that McQuay doesn't have to um, come back. Be tested. Yes, I, 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 I don't. I, I, I know all these guys want to play, but I, you know, I'll comfortably say it's like, McQuay is not one of our best eight defensemen. So come back, Killer, please. Wait a eight, uh, in- including Paul Postma. Oh God, I forgot about him. <laughs> Oh, I'm so terrible. Oh, but he was so bad. <laughs> oh, Postman's Postman's only still on the roster because there has been a specific need to wave him yet. I think, and he's so cheap. So, oh man, I'm sorry. That made me sad. Didn't make you guys sad, but it made me sad. We need cannon fodder in practice. Oh, that's yeah. Anthony. No, I'm not going to say that. Well, okay, maybe it is. I think it's mean. I think it's mean for me. You're, yeah, it's mean for you. You're not a mean guy, so that's that's mean for you, and that's okay. I'm not going to make you feel bad about that. I'm so kind of you to say. <laughs> you don't know me that well. <laughs> you ain't got a mean bone in your body. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know what that was and where it came from. Okay. I'm just like, so... <laughs> Jeff is very much on topic, and no, that was just I just just, I have absolutely no idea what to say about that accent. (laughs) Oh yeah, I don't know where that came from. New York, but Boston, but Irish. I don't know what that was. But Italian. Oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot there. There is, and and, you know, um, this there's this common misconception that the Rhode Island accent is kind of a mix between the the New York and the Boston one. And no, like, no, it's its own special kind of gibberish. Yeah. It, it's, it's got similarities to both, but it's not a mix. It is just Rhode Island. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for always putting it in terms that make me put my head to the side to try to figure out if you're being nice or not. <laughs> That's a special talent, though. Like, did I just get insulted, or was I complimented? Yeah, <laughs> you do not speak. Yeah, you do not speak no. Rhode Island accent. No, I, um, I, d- I don't, because I was, I was raised down in Portsmouth. Although the the accent is li- alive and well, or a version of it is alive and well in Newport. It is. My 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 mother went to great lengths to ensure my brothers and I did not uh, grow up uh, speaking it when we still lived there. Um, in fact, she even scolded us for using Rhode Island words for things. Oh my God, that is so sad. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't like us referring to a water fountain as a as a bubbler. Or, uh, sorry, bubbler. It's a bubbler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, no. She, she, she. Yeah, she would say, like, no, 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 water fountain. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. To be fair, I do call it a bubbler, but I do not call it a bubbler. I mean, I do for comic effect, but no. It's, so you couldn't say quahog? No, I think we were okay with that one. The um 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 Pablo was like very specifically the one that stood out in that in that regard. 
Yeah, because no one knows what you're talking about. Well, that's and that's, that's the problem is because a it's a word no one else uses, and b Rhode Islanders can't actually pronounce it themselves. I mean, as opposed to cabinet, which we can say, but still no. But one again, knows no that. one has any idea what the fuck you're talking about. Then it's a really <laughs> thick milkshake. It's awesome. But anyway, the rest of New England usually calls that a frap. <laughs> we don't. We call it a cabinet. <laughs> I said the rest of New England. <laughs> I know. I know. I was just <laughs> emphasizing that. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, or in certain right. in certain places, it's an awful, awful. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Which that one I never understood. It's like, why would you call a food item that? I don't know because it's awful good, and it's awful thick. It's awful thick and it's awful good. That's what it is. That's an awful, awful. That's terrible reasoning. I have fond memories of Newport Creamery and awful awfuls. Damn it! Don't try to rain on my parade. Okay, we should probably actually talk about hockey. I'm, just... I'm actually just really trying to, because the common man is the biggest thing in the state in terms of restaurants and whatnot, and all the three, di- the now five diners, the you know the big thing is holy frap, and I'm trying to think of that as cabinet, and it's hurting my brain. <laughs> Rolled Islanders are weird. Oh yes, and you know, not only that, most of the time you'd get a malted cabinet, which means that they'd like throw like. Malt extract in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. It's sugar. <laughs> okay, because I'm only thinking malt vinegar, and it's now my brain hurts more. No, malt extract is like, um, uh, uh, the words for it would be like maltodextrin, I think, is uh, similar. So it's like a malt, a malt dextrose. Yeah, something like that. So it, it kind of thickens and sweetens. You usually only use it in brewing. Um, well, but... anyway... If you're down in Rhode Island, you can maybe find a place where you get a malted cabinet. Probably not anymore because the Colonial was the only place on the island that did it, but whatever. And that's gone by like almost 15 years. Okay, so, you know, do we want to talk about the Montreal, the Montreal incident? Oh boy. Yes, briefly. Yes, there's a lot to unpack here. So... Yesterday, this would be uh, February 10th, the, um, uh, the National Predators and, uh, their, their, and their sweet good boy, um, uh, P.K. Subban, um, uh, visited Montreal. And of course, um, that bears with it a non-trivial amount of drama because, because you know, Mark Bergevin is bad at things. I, I um, do want to say that uh, the day before, he got uh, several of his Preds teammates to come to the Children's Hospital uh, where he donated the $10 million. I saw that. And again, yes, because P.K. Subban is a sweet, good boy. <laughs> yes, he's a sweet guy. Yes, he is. And he and uh, I think that's hilarious. Actually, I see people on Twitter with a picture of him giving an interview. And he's like, look, at, he's like, look, you're sharp, P.K. I'm like, no, no, no. What he's wearing would look bad on literally anyone except P.K. Subban. Because no one has the appropriate amount of swagger to actually pull that off without being literally a pimp. Probably. But you know what? These are decisions that he makes, and he can pull them off. So, well, as I said, he can pull it off because he has that much swagger. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I think that PK literally does not give a shit what you think about it, and that's swagger. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a supreme level of giving no fucks. Right. So, basically, stuff happened on the ice last night, too. Yes. So, among other things... Um, Bru- Montreal fans were fucking booing P.K. Subban. Because that makes I, sense. I just have to ask why. He didn't ask out. 
He didn't like, you know, sulk for a year and a half before finally getting traded. Cough, Matt Duchesne, cough. Oh God. Um, <laughs> 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 like, 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 I just don't understand why would Habs fans boo PK Subban? Yeah, he he did nothing to. Like this is a this is the sort of dog fucker you expect from Philly fans. Okay, so they they booed him, and then I can't I from what I understand there was an incident between him and Gallagher on the ice. They're uh, they're both they're both chitty chir- chirpy shitheads. It's not surprising, really. Right. 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 <laughs> and and you know that's another thing is like I want to point out that I like PK Subban, but I don't always like what he does on the ice. And I'm not talking about scoring. There's like a lot of stuff that he does. That, that business where he deliberately drinks black coffee before games so he can fart in goalies' faces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's hilarious, but like, really, that's like a supremely dick move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of that shit, yes. So he's not a perfect guy. He's not a perfect player. And, you know, I, really, there only is one perfect player, and that's our Patrice. But anyway. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, so, so basically, yes, I can understand. People have problems with him doing stuff in the ice. But Brendan Gallagher was asked about it after the game, and he kept giving actual non-answers about things. Yep, uh, three sort of different non-answers, too, to the same question from different uh, reporters. I don't have them in front of me, but they were both just, there was just nothing to any of them. Yeah, so it's almost like it's a story, a, a non-story that's becoming a story. And it's not really because of that, it's because of what happened after that. Yes. So, former LA Kings first round draft pick um, Colton uh, Toybert failed NHLer. We should stress here. Yep, he's in um, the uh, Deutsche Ice Hockey Liga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah. The only other thing he ever really achieved at the NHL level was um, being um, part one of the two pieces that the Kings traded to the Oilers for Dustin Penner in 2011. So, yeah, yeah, that. The other one, incidentally, was the first round pick that became Oscar Clefbaum. But um, trivia. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But so, yes, they they paid two first rounds for for, for Dustin fucking Penner. Anyway, Toybert tweets at Gallagher, basically, I wanted to say something like, uh, don't let the Mondays get you down. Yeah, I think it was don't let Mondays get you down, I think. But so um, (laughs) Twitter didn't take kindly to this and rightfully so. Now, before today, I did not know this, but uh, apparently, of course, uh, Mondays is a racist term for, used for black for, for black people in, in certain regions. Um, this was news to me, but I, I believe that when people say this has happened, this, this is used. Basically, the notion being, the, the, the concept being that nobody likes Mondays. So you can see what the connotation they're using here is, I believe. Yeah, he said, don't let Monday get to you at B-Galley 17. That's what he said. Sorry. So... So he said um, uh, something that uh, everyone quickly perceived as like, this is really, really freaking racist. Um, this is blown up. People sort of unpacked a lot about it afterwards. So I'm not going to dig into that. But um, Tiber gets called out. He comes back, snaps back, saying, oh, I wasn't being racist. I'm just like, well, what? When you didn't know it was racial terms, like, bullshit, you didn't. People have, un- people have done a lot of other internet sleuthing to suggest that he did. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, is there's no other connotation where that makes any fucking sense yeah because didn't he try to say like oh it's like the hard the hot the start of the hockey week or something it's saturday night you dumb fuck yeah <laughs> like uh, yeah so it, it just doesn't make any sense in any other context 
insofar as being racist makes sense at all ever. It doesn't. But anyway, that's not that's not really the point here. So it's fucked. Yeah. Okay. First of all, <laughs> if you're booing PK Subban because he's black, you're a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself right into the sun if you are. Yes. Right. <laughs> if you're booing PK Subban because you're a Montreal fan and you don't like something that he did, okay. If you're booing him because he's not on your team anymore. That's not his fault. <laughs> that's not his fault. So whatever. Uh, and again, I'm going to stress, if you're booing him because you're black, uh, or I'm sorry, if you're boo- booing him because he's black, fuck off, right? I mean, it, it happens here in Boston. I think a lot of people are still booing because he is an ex-hab and uh, they don't like him. And a lot of people are probably booing him because he's black. I mean, it's the truth. And I I will tell those people to go fuck off. I just, I hate it. I don't want to be around that. But to try to be disingenuous with this Monday comment, right, is like, ah, you know what? The, racists always think they're very clever. It's like, no, no. Yeah, the, the, the scenarios here are you're racist or you're an imbecile who doesn't understand how English works. Right. Or possibly both. Actually, I wouldn't rule out both in this case. But No, it sounds like Toy Bird is a fucking moron who failed at hockey and failed at life. So what what else are you going to do? Oh, you're going to start some kind of shit show that, because that's what you do. Look, you know, we debated about whether or not we wanted to talk about this or not. But I think if we're going to point out bad behavior in sports and bad behavior on and off the ice, this is a prime thing. Now, I understand that Twitter is a place where good things go to die sometimes. There are wonderful things on Twitter, but this was a real blech cesspool. But uh, my opinion is that Colton Toybert should just shut his fucking mouth, probably never tweet again, and just go play your shitty hockey and the shitty German league. Sorry. Sorry, any German listeners. I don't think it's really that shitty, but it's not really that great. But you know what I mean? Uh, he was supposed to be in the, the NHL, and he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not even in the AHL. Let's just put that in perspective. He's not even in the ECHL. <laughs> he's in Europe. <laughs> he's not even in good Europe. Okay? Yeah. Is, he, is he at least in the, the, the their their top league or is he in like in the German like B league? I think he's in the B league. Oh fuck. Like 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 even like Seidenberg's like younger brother is in the is in the real league. Hey, playing for <laughs> Adler Mannheim is not a bad thing. I just uh I, I'm just saying that uh, if you're playing in the German leagues, you're not in the best leagues in Europe. It's the truth. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Toybert, the Oilers, hey, the Oilers, the Oilers in 2013 didn't qualify him at the end of his entry level entry level contract. The 2013 Oilers. Okay. No, he's he's That's... just in the Deutsche Ice Hockey League. Sorry. So it's the regular one. It's not the second the one. Nuremberg Ice Tigers. Oh, he had three years with the. Iserlohn Roosters. Oh, there's a team called the Roosters in, 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 in the Deutsche League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neat. But, yeah, he's been playing there for a while, apparently. And not well. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually really badly looking at the stat line. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is that racists like to pile on people that they feel are inferior to them because they are actually inferior humans that's what it is 
because somebody made them look worse or bad, and that's why they pile on them. So they can go fuck themselves. Uh, What he said, I can't take it as anything but racist, but he's also playing poorly in a not so great, uh, not a a super world-class league, so... He's playing poorly in what is at best the fifth league, the, the, the fifth best league in, in Europe. Yeah. Possibly lower, depending on how you feel about the, about the Swedish B league. See, I knew Jeff was going to say it better than I could. I'm going to just piss off all of our German fans. And I don't mean to do that. I'm, I, I'm terrible. It's been schlecht. What can I say? <laughs> Germans are good at other sports, like soccer. All Ten- I can say, tennis. Toybert is not good yeah. enough for the SM Liga. He is not good enough for the for, 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 for the Swiss League. He is playing in the DEL. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, he's racist, so he can go fuck himself. Fuck you, Colton Toybert. There we go. I don't think I really want to talk about this anymore, but I feel like you know we do have to point out these things every once in a while because. There's it's just the right thing to do. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Speaking of bad behavior, why the shit is Alex Burrow still in this league? Thank you very much. Oh, that is a fucking money segue. Anthony. Thank you. Yeah, Anthony, that was just like great. It was so great. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, uh, let's, I will wrap this up. Uh, not wrap this up. I will begin this by saying that uh, this week... When the Senators played against the New Jersey Devils, Alex Burroughs did his best Alex Burroughs bullshit, got into it with Taylor Hall, but instead of punching Taylor Hall, he basically like held him down and kneed him in the head continually. Repeatedly. Yes. <laughs> um, until he was pulled off of him. And deservedly got a suspension from the Department of Player Safety. How many games did he get, guys? Ten. That Bergy biting bastard got ten games. Yeah, and he should have been suspended at least a game for biting Bergy, but that's another subject from a long time ago. Okay, he got ten games for that, and he deserved it, and he's a piece of shit. You don't do that. There have been other people who've done terrible things on the ice who have beat people silly and whatnot with heads against the ice and everything. I'm not going to say any names here, but Thornton. Anyway. I was actually going to let you finish without saying it. You could have moved on. I can always edit it out. But anyway. Um, <laughs> now it's <done>. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I'm saying that, you know, there have been plenty of bad things that have happened uh, or things that got out of control that have been completely suspendable and you can disagree about or agree with with however many games were given in those circumstances. But this Burroughs thing was just cheap shot bullshit crap. It was just like, just like he was trying to hide the fact that he was kneeing him, but he was not hiding the fact that he was kneeing, kneeing him. I mean, how do you possibly hide that? Yeah, I mean, like, I just watched the clip today, and I mean, he's just, he's kneeing him in the face. Like, there's no, it's not, oh, he's trying to get up, he can't get his... Skate down. No, the skate blade's pointed straight at the fucking roof, and he's kneeing Taylor Hall in the back of the head. It's such like you. I'm pretty sure you'd get you'd get whistled for being too dirty in the WWE for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, MMA's like no, no, no. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that they suspended him for ten games, but 
you I'm, know, I'm glad he's being smart enough not to challenge it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear the defense. Like, if anyone can defend Alex Burroughs in this situation and actually make me agree with you, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> but they have- I might even give you a two. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if someone would be able to win me over short of them giving me, like, a lot more dollars than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm persuadable. You give me a hundred bucks, I'll say, sure, maybe you didn't deserve ten, even though I wouldn't believe it. But, you know, you gave me a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you guys are so, so cheap. <laughs> we're, you we're sell yourselves out. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, morals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, an interesting thing to point out is that uh, while we think that Department of Player Safety got this right, how did Radko Gudas not get suspended for basically charging some guy last week? Not just charging, he like like a flying cross check. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. A cross check to like the back of the head while both of Gudas's skates were like a foot and a half off the ice. It was remarkable. And I'm like, oh, it's Gudas. He's going to get like 40 games for this one. No yeah, hearing. No I mean, fucking it was, hearing. It was so bad that VA just left her chair. But like, what blows my mind is okay. So, you know, one of the things that happened with, with, with Brad's suspension was that he got the he got the suspension in part because he wasn't going to get the benefit. Brad Marchand well, isn't going to get, nor does he deserve the benefit of the doubt from uh from what realistically speaking really looked like an accident and it, mostly an accident, right? Yeah. yeah well, then I'm not I'm not criticizing that the, the suspension was correct. I understand why they give it. He should have had more awareness of what he was doing with his elbow while through the process. There, fine. But here's the thing is, why on earth would Radko Kudas, of all people, get any kind of benefit of the doubt in a very similar situation? Yeah, I mean, Brad's got to be in control of his body, which means he's got to keep his elbows down and not come flying through at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, was it intentional? Who knows? Trying to avoid somebody else, makes contact with somebody else, blah, 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 there's some gray area. No, just suspend him. He needs to be in better control. Gudas takes a Superman 2 reference and tries to put it on the ice and goes flying into somebody with a stick hanging out well uh, no it's like okay fine okay he tripped i believe you why are you holding your stick up like you're trying to go like, like you're trying to go for the most ridiculous cross check imaginable yeah it's like, not a so ladder I, you're not going to climb up and save yourself from the trip like, so it just, it just makes no fucking sense so why like okay you know again and i'm not saying this wasn't an accident because it clearly was yes but like why in fuck's name does Bracka goodish get the benefit of the doubt and Brad Marchand doesn't. If you could name one player in the league that deserves the benefit of the doubt less than Brad Marchand, Gudash would be one of my would be one of my one of the competitors for that. Yeah, up there with you know like Ronaldo, who was the second star in a game the other night. Speaking of Ronaldo, things are that bad in Arizona, huh? I guess the shit. So I don't know. Department of Player Safety's fucked. Their, their, their priorities are fucked, and they're inconsistent in terms of how they apply. Um, easy things to work with here. Like, again, you know, again, inconsistent on applying the very notion of who gets, you know, the hammer thrown at them and who gets in it and who gets off easy. It's, uh, I don't know. Who's, who's the head of it now? Um, George Paris. Oh, what? yeah. And is Patrick Burke? Patrick Burke's still involved, yes. Okay. I wasn't sure because he does other things now, too. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, yeah, it's, um, Someone else involved. Is there someone else in there now? I don't. But tied with them, I don't remember who the other person is, though. But um, yeah, it's uh, George Paros is in charge of it, and you know what? Okay, you know, he's actually been better than say Stefan Quintel was. 
Quintal mm-hmm. was awful. Um, honestly, there hasn't been anything resembling even even in fair application since uh, Shanahan stopped being, running it. Oh, and the videos he used to do, too. I miss them. He said, I'm more awake, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved his dispassionate voice. And when they used to do some video ones, how he looked so freaking annoyed to be there. It was great. Ah. I wish it could be like it was, but alas, it cannot be. All right, so we've talked about a lot of things that have nothing to do with the Bruins. <laughs> nope. I said that one more thing that's nothing to do with the Bruins. I just happened to notice this on Cap Friendly. The Sharks <laughs> called up someone today called Rudolph's Balsers. Amazing. <laughs> Which I have layers of, uh, of things that just fascinate me about this one. The first off is that why are all Latvians plural? <laughs> is it a two for one deal? <laughs> but like they all are, because uh, it wasn't just it wasn't it wasn't Casper Dow Gavin. No, it was Caspar's Dow Gavins. <laughs> I thought it was Dogavins. Whatever. Point is still plural. <laughs> I can't think of any more Latvians now, though. Z- um, Zemgus uh, Zemgus Jurgensens again, yep. plural. <laughs> yep. Hey, you can see him at the Foxborough League, um, or at least you did last summer. That, that goaltender, um, was a, he was a prospect with uh, Tampa in 2014, but he was the starter for the Latvian national team, Christers Goodlevskis. Again, plural. plural. Why are, well, are, are, all, are all Latvians capable of being multiple places at once? Is this how this works? <laughs> Which leads to the question, are the Sedins actually a Latvian that's been severed and actually made into individual people? Ah, so they're, they're not uh, Henrik Sedins. Yeah, were they originally Daniels Sedins? Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's pretty likely because then to throw throw you off the Latvian trains, you name the <laughs> other one Henrik. <laughs> and I which, which, actually, hold on, hold on. I would guess then then that they'd be Daniel's Daniel's ending, <laughs> and then the S just got moved over. Something <laughs> 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 here. Okay, so so so. Question is then: Are 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 Joel and Henrik Lundqvist one that was split not down the middle, but like, like eighty twenty? Oh, good God! What is up with Swedish twins? <laughs> Does that include the Stahl brothers? Well, the Stahls are all different ages. There's four this of them, true. but they're all different ages. You know. True. Now and and then and then on the other hand, remember, Timu Solani also has a twin. But that seems like five. But that twin's only like five percent of the original, obviously, because he wasn't yeah. a hockey player. No. Oh, I didn't even know he had a twin. <laughs> Is his I, twin I, I like Danny DeVito? A, I remember seeing a conspiracy theory that, in fact, it was sort of more like the Prestige, where so there was actually always both of them were always in the league, and that's how Solani played until his forties. <laughs> Is that they were just alternating? Is that they alternated games? And that basically his his brother just stopped being his own person altogether and was just. Also, Timu Solani. <laughs> Timu's Solani's. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I wish I made that one up because that's like the sort of thing the one I would come up with. But I, I think I read that somewhere else. I'm just like, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh well, I haven't read it, but I was just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they are plural. It's funny. And hey, is Joel Lundqvist playing with the Swedish national team this Olympics? And he's not a goaltender anyway; he's like a winger or something, right? Yeah, the the, the lesser twenty percent of, uh, of 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 Henrik's Lundqvists. 
<laughs> there is enough obscure consonants in that name to be Latvian. <laughs> well, I, you got to remember, it's the Scandinavians who like all of the consonants. This is true. A couple of vowels. And the vowels have funny things on them, you know, or through them. Well, yeah, well, the, the, the um, uh, Germanic Scandinavians, the Finns, it's like all the vowels, every single fucking one. Oh, yeah, 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 the Swami. Yep, there you go. That's what they like. Um, I seem to recall some years ago as a primer for the World Juniors in a year where um, uh, where, um, Tivo, where, where Tivo Taravainen was playing for, for, for the Finland World Juniors and Martin Furk was playing for the, the Czechs. Um, uh, Down Goes Brown made the joke that um, uh, that, that, that uh, shortly before the tournament, uh, nego- negotiations for a new for a vowel swap between Finland and Czech Republic fell apart. <laughs> you know what I said this week? I said, "Hey, Andreas and Athanasiu. I don't know how to say his name. That guy. You, you got it, Athanasiu. Yeah." Athanasiu. Like I always yeah. like to say, happy to see you. That's how I remember to say his name. Athanasiu. So anyway, he's got enough vowels in his name that he could... He could, he, he could definitely lend Ferk one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But every time I see Ferk, I keep thinking, Ferk! And like, and like he, 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 could, he could lend him any vowel, too. And it just makes the name interesting. Like, he could, he could, be, he could be Martin Fork. Or Fark. <laughs> or, Mar- or, or you can put it, you can play with where you put it, too. Martin Fruck. <laughs> Martin Frick, Martin Freck, Freck. Did you Frock. say Frock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frock. <laughs> Remember, like you know, it's always like a kid's trying to say truck, but they always end up saying fuck, you know. And maybe they were trying to say Frock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I always like to think of Elliot Reed when I see Martin Furk's name or Martin Furk's or whatever his name is. Freck! No, Freck! <laughs> Freck on a stick! <laughs> and then you gotta blow your hair out of your eyes. Anyway, okay. Uh, <laughs> Scrubs. It always makes it into an episode. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. Um, I think we got like uh, the plurals of Latvians, got that check, and um, vowel swaps, got that. Okay, so now that we've alienated all sorts of European um, people, yay! <laughs> How about those Norwegians? I think we left them out. <laughs> yes, yeah, and English food is terrible. <laughs> I think uh, I think the only thing that's notable <laughs> to be said about um, Norwegians was uh, it, I said this a couple of weeks ago. My husband and I were talking about Vikings or Norwegians or both, and I was like, you know, there's never been quite as good looking a Norwegian as Morten Harkett from Aha. That's it. That's where it starts and ends. It's beautiful. He's beautiful. That's that's what all Norwegian men need to look like. And that's there's it. a lot about that sentence that's not where I expected it to go. That's, yep, not where I thought that was headed. <laughs> Speaking of Norway, though, their men's curling jerseys are fucking awesome. <laughs> they They're just have, so great. They used to have the really interesting pants, too. It looked like, um, oh, I don't remember that artist. Uh, oh, I, they had, like, they had the best gear last time, too, so amazing. 
I'm sorry, I don't have any more to say about that. We gotta talk about the Bruins! Um, They're fun. They are fun. Yep, we've established that. Um, I, Well, okay, we have to talk about Austin Zarnik. Yes. If he dresses in an hour, he will lose his waiver eligibility. Ooh. Oh, no, he will gain with waiver eligibility, rather. He'll, he'll lose his waiver exemption, I should say. Ah, so he. So basically what you're saying is he will have to go on waivers to go back down to Providence. To the best of my understanding, um, I saw someone suggest there might have been, that, that it might not count because it was an emergency recall, but I don't know if that's true. Well, I do know that they called him up and then a couple of days later they had him as an emergency recall. Like they didn't give him that designation right away. I don't know if you have a time period in which you can figure that out. It, it all depends. Oh, I think someone can be emergency recall as long as it's, I don't know, actually. It's weird. It's, 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 there's, there's some weird things about it because like emergency recalls have other implications for like roster counts and whatnot. Like an emergency recall, an emergency recall is a workaround on the 23-man cap if you have someone who's out but isn't on IR yet, for example. Right, and they had plenty of guys that were out and not on IR. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's retroactive, that's all. That's that's my thing. He was called up and played the game on Saturday, and then Monday, they, or yeah, it was Monday, I think they made the designation that he was an emergency call-up. I don't know what that means. It's complicated. Yeah, um, and as a, on a related note, in terms of waiver, in terms of uh, um, uh, waiver eligibility, uh, Sean Corrali also just lost his. Oh, yes. Oh, so it's like um, he just lost his like virginity or something. I mean, you can put it that way. <laughs> oh, oh, you want me to high five you? <laughs> yes. Um, breaking news: Fluto Shinzawa, two, nine minutes ago. Nolachari is in. Osigzarnik is out. Yes. Okay, well, there we are. So, um, he uh, lives to be not waived another day. Uh, well, you know, I will say, one, we were going to look at that, and thankfully, Anthony was actually looking at that. And two, I did say before we actually started the show that Noel Atari was most likely going to be in tonight. So, yes. I'm very happy he's back in the lineup. He adds some size and some, some grit that this team does need. Although I've got to say, I do love... Zarnik causes a fair bit of chaos. I kind of like that. Yeah. I just can't say point to anyone else on the roster that says he ousts. So there it is. Yep. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Well, so he'll probably be able to go down to Providence, is what we're thinking. Yes, because if he's not, if he doesn't dress tonight, then it doesn't count yet. So my guess is he gets sent down possibly as soon as tomorrow then. Okay. Well, hopefully he'll... Well... Now I'm torn because it's like, on the one hand, it's like, I like to see, I like to see everybody get a chance, but if it's going to be more complicated to bring him up, we're probably not going to see him again. And remember what I brought up last week is, um, he's, uh, he's 25, which means he goes, uh, type six UFA this year, unless he plays a pile of more games at the NHL level. Right. right. He needs uh, like 20 more games or something. Well, 21 more games. So maybe we'll see him more in the playoffs then. Maybe they just wanted to see what he looked like in the regular season. And then uh, once the playoffs hit, then you can just bring that guy up if you want, right? Well, even technically before, right? Um, because um, after the deadline, there is no 23-man roster cap. And you have a limited number of call-ups. Oh, okay. Yeah, he instantly yeah. becomes a black ace. Well, I mean, even even in regular season after the deadline. Yeah. You, can, you, 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 can, you, you can have more than 23 men on your roster, but you can only call people up from your from your AHL team so many times. 
So as a result, teams try to be stingy about this sort of stuff. You know, you might carry some extra players so you don't have to make the call-ups. And if someone gets called up, you might you might keep them up there even if they end up right end up in the press box a bunch because you've now used one of your call-ups and you don't want to risk needing, needing to use it again. So that could be interesting. But yeah. Hmm. Well, I hope that we see Austin Zarnick again. I hope he maintains that level of play and he's hungry for it. Yeah, I, I like I like he I like the amount of chaos he causes because he's uh, so fast. So, well, we'll see. All right. Um, I feel like we don't have a huge amount of Bruins things to talk about this week. Everything's awesome. Uh, yeah, they played three games. One sucked, and they broke another team. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the other, and then they also played the Red Wings, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, the game happened. They won. I watched it happen. And, uh, there's new new talks that uh, Haggerty put out another article today saying the Bruins should maybe trade for Patrick Maroon. And I'm like, mm, no, no. I think I think Grabner's a better fit. Yeah. Yeah, I I just I don't think they should do anything. But it's that pre-deadline type of the year where it's like oh well we gotta write articles about the deadline and who the Bruins should go get so let's throw names at a dartboard yeah uh, yesterday on the hockey show he he was all about the sizable winger he went fuck to, you hags and I'm just and, and, and you know what I gotta tell you as a person who kind of came into the Bruins where they still had some size on the lines you know uh, Lucic and why can't I remember anybody's names? But, you know, uh, seeing that versus the speedier game where they're actually, I don't know, able to compete in all th- all three phases of the game in all three zones a little bit better because they have more speed and better shot taking, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that better. Oh, wait a minute. We got to talk about Patrice for a minute. Can we just talk about Patrice for a minute? How great Always. he is. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. Do you realize he only first of all, it blows my mind to know that he only missed five games this season. Okay? It seemed like he was out for months. Yeah. <laughs> that that early part of the season stretched out for a long time. Oh, uh, and yeah. it was so hard. But do you realize that in his first nineteen games he only had five goals? And then he has scored nineteen goals in like uh 24 games or something like that. Something ridiculous. And two of those games had hat tricks. He's so great. Everybody should I feel fanboyish whenever I make statements like that about Bergeron, but I, I just don't have the words for it. He's just so great. He's and just, hags just, can but, suck on railroad spikes for his father time catching up to him. Shut up. He's perfect. It's going to be fine. Like, like Anthony is staring up into a corner and his eyes are fluttering and he's got his hands like right around his chin. And he's two out of three of those statements are correct. My eyes are fluttering and I'm staring in a corner, but my arms aren't at my, my chin, but I am thinking dreamily. Yes. Patrice is so perfect that see, I mean, look, it transcends gender, sexual orientation and all of that. He's, he's perfect. He's I had perfect. this talk with some friends over the Super Bowl party we had, and I was like, "Yeah, like I, I, I would, and anyone else would." <laughs> like, but wouldn't, wouldn't that be weird for like his wife? Nope. nope. That's how perfect he is. <laughs> he'd, he'd even call you a cab if you wanted to leave. He'd stay. He'd talk and make you breakfast in the morning. 
<laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> I love that you've thought that all out and that you talked it all out. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, Em and I are on the same page with that one. Yep. <laughs> So, so Patrice is on both of your, um, uh, both of your, of your, your hall pass lists. Huh? Correct. <laughs> I, I want, I wonder if you would fight for him or if he would just be so kind to that, that it would be just the three of you and it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. That's how great Bergeron is. is he's like, well, I, I don't want to disappoint both of you, one of you. So, and we'd be like, okay, there you go. He's perfect. He's but... perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I, I I I can't I just can't believe the season he's having, considering that, you know, Father Time is catching up with him. <laughs> oh god, it hags. It's like it makes it sound like he's gonna like fall off a cliff and die. He's gonna burst into flames. He won't be in a car, he'll just fall off the cliff burst into flames and, and that'll be the end of Bergeron. <laughs> no, it won't. Damn it. it will not. <laughs> yes, I just wanted to have a, a Bergy moment of perfection, just because. Uh, you know, I do want to talk about the Super Bowl for one second. All right, I'm not terribly disappointed. I'm not. Ter- I'm not upset. I. I kind of. My my real opinion on it is that uh, Bill decided to shoot himself in the foot, and they lost the game because he didn't play Butler. For defensive snaps. He dressed him and he made him watch, but he not only didn't start him, he didn't play him. That is fucking cruel. You deserve to lose the game. And um I understand what people see about Belichick now. I think he's losing his fucking marbles or something. Or maybe he's just been that kind of a dick the whole time and I was wearing glasses, rose colored ones, and didn't see it. I just uh, I'm not upset. But it's time to stop talking about the Super Bowl and the Patriots because it's been hockey season for a long time now. Yeah. And I mean, the Eagles played well. They didn't make that many mistakes. Nick Foles had a great game. Yep. I mean, there was a couple of catches that the Eagles receivers made that were, I mean, by clear and defined catches that were crazy. Just athletic plays. They just, they, they were better. Yep. They won. They deserve to win. It's fine. It's great. The city of Philly can still eat one, but... Well, they were eating horse shit, literally. Yeah. So... Idiots. That's dumb. But anyway... They're dumb. I'm not upset about this. I've been trying really hard to be upset about it. (laughs) I'm not. It's okay. But, uh, you know, what's really sad is that this week I saw, uh, you know, um, I saw a tweet from Ryan Johnston saying, Hey... For the uh, for Patriots fans, hockey season starts now. Ew! And it's just like, gross. And, but gross indeed. But but you understand the point. I mean, come on, Johnson's been doing the hockey show since the beginning of the season, so like, yeah, he's, he's in it to win it. You know. Ew. Uh, but that's kind of the opinion in Boston. Now they're going to probably they're going to pay attention to our team, and our team is going to have to withstand the pressure. I want our team to be our team and people not to, to pay attention to it right now. Yeah. That, that means more hot takes are coming is sports talk radio is a thing and people are still stupid. We still have a good month of talk radio dissecting the Super Bowl. This is true. 
Well, plus there'll be other football things for them to talk about. There'll be, you know, there'll be Brady watch and, you know, and discussion what they're going to do with presumably Butler and Hightower and others leaving, right? So there's, there's, there's things for them to talk about football. They'll keep distracted for a while yet. Uh, I don't think Hightower is leaving unless he decides okay, to retire. Uh, okay, I thought I thought he was on the list of likely departures. Okay, I was wrong there. Say <laughs> Gronk is. Yeah, well, Gronk might have just been emotional after the game and and kind of responded in a way that let that a little bit more. But yeah. if he decided to to retire, I don't blame him one bit. That's all. I don't either. Because I think uh, the head injury kind of hit home a little too close. But uh, also Hightower. Uh, he's very injury prone, like every season, and he's really good when he's playing. But every season, he's going to get knocked out. So I know that football contracts are kind of like cocktail napkins. That's about what they're worth. I don't know. I don't actually want to think about this team until like honestly July, because I'm I'm done with that. I I'm in I'm fully in hockey mode. If I hadn't been fully in hockey mode before. <laughs> I was kind of in hockey mode, like, in October. But, you know, September even. Anyway, yay, that's all over. Okay, so maybe we should, um, should we talk about, did people, we had a couple of episodes that came out this week. And, um, you know, uh, there were, there were positive comments, uh, about, basically, we had, uh, people thanking us for putting out the one episode. You know, because uh, I mean, first of all, I think Jean Catherine, poor Jean Catherine, she was like, "Oh yeah, that was that was that was unfortunate." She she didn't mean to she didn't mean to make that happen. <laughs> no, no, no. And we weren't using her as an example. And I maybe I shouldn't have left her name in there, but uh, I I told her I wanted. I think we all reassured her that it was a conversation that had to ha- happen. That she shouldn't be ashamed of that. Uh, you know. Like, uh, she felt like it was a bad analogy or something. And, you know, look, it sparked a better and greater conversation that we'll continue to have. So it's not a bad thing. People commented on how it affected us a little bit because it was not our normal contact uh, uh, content at all. So, you know, and it, it, I was a little nervous putting it out because it it is not our normal thing. Oh, I have to say this. We got a huge huge shout out and plug and all that stuff from Pez at Days of Yore. And if you're not listening to Days of Yore, guys, you should listen to Days of Yore. They have a podcast too. And The Optional Skate is the name of their podcast too. Yep. Yep. If you're looking for it. Exactly. Thank you for saying that because uh, I'm dumb. I mean, I seriously am. I couldn't remember the name right off the top of my head because I was like, I'm flying by the seat of my pants right now. Yeah, so thank you to Pez for shouting out to us this week. We had a couple new listeners. Uh, well, yeah, we've yeah we've got new people. Thank you for tuning in, listening. I'm doing a very, very terrible job of this this week. Sorry, guys. We love you, <laughs> listeners. We love you, listeners, and thank you for reaching out and... Um, uh... And saying good things about the show, folks. Um, if Facebook was being more cooperative, I could thank you more specifically, but it's not playing along right now. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to do two weeks worth of stuff next week because <laughs> my brain is like, oh, yes, I probably should wrap up this show and we have a game coming on soon and we probably should watch that. But anyway, don't think that we don't appreciate you. We do. I'm just 
having a case of the dumbs. That's all. Uh, okay. So do we talk, talk about the schedule? Blah, blah, blah. So, so this week's, uh, it's not a particularly uh, heavy schedule. Um, and uh, when we get towards the end of it, you'll see why. But uh, so listeners, <laughs> the time now is uh, 6.15 p.m. Eastern and in 45 minutes, puck drops at the rock. That's right. Bruins are playing the New Jersey Devils. Taylor Hall, who does not, who not, doesn't currently have Alex Burrow's uh, knee stuck to his head, <laughs> and the rest of that team as well, including the electrifying Nico Hishier. You know, Hishier. 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 I suggest you pay attention. He is a lot of fun. I got to see him a lot in Halifax last year. We followed this up at 7 p.m. at the Garden on the third against the Calgary Flames. So, like, I don't know, if you're going to throw things at Dougie or whatever, do what you got to do. Just remember, don't be a Philly fan. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I do want to thank Dougie for not being on this team anymore because guess what? We have Charlie McAvoy. We, we do sure have do. Charlie McAvoy. <laughs> I know those things aren't directly correlated or directly connected, but if Dougie were in that spot, we would not have Charlie right now. So... There's a distinct possibility we would have drafted someone else there. Yes. So, screw you, Dougie, but thank you, too. <laughs> well, I mean, he's um, going to be leaving Calgary soon anyway, so... <laughs> Freddy! <laughs> I'm coming for you! Phrasing! <laughs> oh, icky. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's a scary place, Jeff, you know this. Indeed. Indeed. This is why we're friends sometimes, though. <laughs> and then the Bruins have a few days off before going on the Western Canada road trip. Oh. Yeah. So that starts off with a 10 p.m. Eastern time puck drop in Vancouver on Saturday the 17th. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm going to be sleeping. That's an 11 p.m. puck drop for me. No. Woof. Yeah, that game ended, that game ended at 2 in the morning my time. Nope. No. <laughs> and you know what's really sad? Is we'll watch it. Or we'll and it'll watch be against the Canucks. It. It'll not be a good game. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. Well, I mean, the, my only out is that uh, Vegas has set a pretty harsh bedtime for us. Although she might allow us to go to bed at 1. I'm not kidding. My dog tells us when we go to bed. That's pretty adorable, actually. <laughs> it's like after she does her final potty break outside, she comes back in. She's like, we go to bed now and we have to we can keep her calm for about an hour or so. But then she's like, OK, it's time for bed. And sometimes she'll just run up the stairs. <laughs> and now I'll also note, while it's not this week, she, this week, the rest of the Western Canada road trip has weird, weird start times. Um, on Monday, the 19th, Calgary at, we're start, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, that's a holiday that we never determined what holiday it was for. Again, I'm not sure what the Albert, what Alberta calls that holiday. It's, it's here, it's Nova Scotia Heritage Day, or they call after a different person each year. I don't even know who they're calling it this year, but anyway. And then uh, Edmonton, the day after, at a pretty, actually, not awful time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Not good for me, because it's still a weekday, and it's still a 10 p.m. Atlantic start, but, you know, manageable. So, yay, Western Canada road trip! Oh, yay. 
love the look I will say the schedule, the schedule could be a lot worse. Again, like that Vancouver game could be on a weeknight. Uh, yeah. Uh. But, but then we'd definitely have a good reason to not watch it. Like, even better reason. Other than it's Saturday night and nobody wants to watch that shit on a Saturday night. Oh, you can watch Brock Besser. There you go. And his flow. I'm sure you'll hear all, he'll hear all sorts of takes about drafting Brock Besser over uh, Saboral or Sinitian. Never mind the fact that the Bruins would have been torn limb from limb for drafting Besser that, that early. Forget yeah, it. I've yet to see that one. Like, <laughs> oh, I've seen it plenty. Oh, no, 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 I've seen it, but I've yet to understand why. Because I'm like, eh, if you're going to complain about this, that math doesn't add up. I'm Just pretty sure. Your, well, I know for a fact Saboral was ranked higher than Besser, and I'm pretty sure DeBrusque was too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. So yeah, Besser and um uh, the the hollowed out corpses of the Sedines. Uh, well, a Sedines. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can, can they rejoin to create one functioning mega Sedines? And <laughs> so, 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 so you think when they merge, their age divides rather than multiply? Ooh, I didn't consider that. I was thinking just taking like. Like morphing them two together to make refill the muscle structure. <laughs> so like twice as much old, so twice as much old Swedish muscle. <laughs> that's my no, favorite clue. Muscle. <laughs> that's 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 my favorite clue. <laughs> Cologne, old Swedish muscle. <laughs> <laughs> any room. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you so much for sending me up. <laughs> it's Just not, that one in for you. It's not often that I get the goal. I'm usually the assist maker. So Vegas is saying it's time for allergies and we have to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, old Swedish muscle. We'll clear out all the rooms. That's the name Sponsored of the, that's the name of the show, isn't it now? <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or, it's either that or Latvians are plural. <laughs> you know, I think I'm just going to go with old Swedish muscle because people might go, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't like that title. <laughs> now, is that by Calvin Klein or Chanel? The perfume. <laughs> well, you know how racist that Coco Chanel was, right? No. Consume <laughs> very. Yeah, Coco Chanel was in league with the fucking Nazis, so... Oh. Yep, yep. <laughs> just like, uh, don't wear Hugo Boss. Just just don't. Yeah, so... That's just ode to, ode to SS uniform right there. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, um, you know what? <laughs> we'll figure this out next time. <laughs> next week on Barely on Topic. <laughs> Who makes old Swedish muscle? <laughs> <laughs> Also, trade deadline talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to share a fabulous recipe for 
cook a nutter pie. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> listeners, you can listen to us on our primary home of SoundCloud at Berlin Topic. You can find us on Twitter at Barely on Topic, on Facebook at Barely on, po- uh, uh, on Podcast Topic, <laughs> 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 on Facebook on Barely at, uh, <laughs> my God. At Barely on Barely Topic on Podcast. podcast. <laughs> and of course, you can also hear us on Stitcher, on uh, Google Play and iTunes or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And of course, if you're listening to us on iTunes, go go out there and give us a bunch of stars. Just if it's less than five, just stay out. Good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, oh yes, share us with your friends if you think that they would enjoy a Bruins podcast or whatever this podcast, whatever it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> We're a barely on top of Swedish by Boston podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to try that separately <laughs> no I think it fits <laughs> <laughs> alright uh... oh no there's, we don't, oh no Tim's not here who, 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 oh I don't have a now? pun you don't no, have to have a done. pun you just have to say word 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 